<laughs> it's at Othium. Uh, Please. Anyway. All right. Uh, welcome to episode two of How Marvelous. I am J.R. Sweeney. I am Mickey Alexa. And I'm Max Coker. Hello. Thank you for getting is... through the first episode. Yes, thank you. Uh, there were some there were some weird turns taken, but that's okay. We're back, and uh, we are doing uh, "What If" Volume One, Number Two, from April nineteen seventy seven. Uh, what if the Hulk had always had Bruce Banner's brain? And uh, this one is written by Roy Thomas, penciled by Herb Trimpey, inked by Tom Sutton, colored by Glynis Ween, lettered by Joe Rosen and Tom Orzakowski. Um Fairly, I mean, pretty straightforward concept. Uh, instead of becoming the... Uh, I mean, early on, the Hulk was just kind of an asshole. Uh, and then later he became brutish. Um, this one says, okay, this time around, he keeps his, he keeps his, uh, intellect when he transforms into the Hulk. Um, and it just, it becomes, <laughs> it kind of just becomes like an annoyance. Like I, yeah, I can't re- because it's it's he is because he doesn't keep trying to go down weird paths to cure himself it winds up becoming he he still just transforms at night um which is a thing i completely forgot about from uh, the early stuff well, and thankfully, it also bypasses some of the other early shit that really, like, uh, Rick Jones controls the Hulk. <laughs> like, stuff like that from the early issues of Hulk that were just like, you guys really just don't know what the fuck to do with this, do you? Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it really is. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of like, instead of being instead of being like this dichotomy wherein, you know, Bruce is a weakling, but in in something resembling control, and the Hulk is strong, but childlike. It's just kind of like, you have Bruce, and then you have Bruce, but he can also crush your skull like an egg. It's much more, and, it's much more were-Hulk, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah, especially with the at night thing, it's, it's so weird. And yeah, yeah. and also not yeah, the, weird the whole enough. language that's written in throws me off. Like just how uh, the dictation is so straightforward. Yeah, and you get you get this. It's really odd when when Ross is kind of introduced into the situation because he. He just kind of, at first, he's just like, what? You know, uh, but then they're just like, no, like this is, it's Bruce. It's just he's big and green sometimes. And he's just like, 
okay, no, I can I can accept this. And this is honestly kind of a problem I have with Ross in general, um, is that at the point that I started reading Hulk, I didn't like Ross because he is. He's a monomaniac who is just out to destroy Hulk. Hands down, that's all that matters. But going back and actually reading some of the old issues of Hulk... It's it's really odd because Ross is one of the few characters in Marvel who is who has lost nuance over the years. Yes. Because if you read if you read the old issues of Hulk, like Ross is Ross is a caring father who's like who genuinely cares not only about Betty but also cares about Bruce but just recognizes that the Hulk is a destructive force of nature whereas the way we're the way you see Ross now, most of the well, not now because there's that whole Red Hulk thing, which is its own fucking battle, barrel of worm. But yeah, like the way fish. he was in the '90s know. and the '80s and everything. Right. Yeah, where yeah. he was just like, I've got to destroy the Hulk, and that's all that matters, and fuck anybody who gets in my way, even if it's my own daughter. Um, yeah, and that's not an interesting character, Ross the way he was early on was interesting early, but anyway. early 70s ross is extremely compelling because right. he's like you said you said all the things i don't need to repeat it go ahead so um so this this issue we uh <laughs> i do i do like uh i like the the cover for this um because it is the cover is by Herb Trimpey as well and of course Herb Trimpey at this point in time is doing Hulk uh, so he he's well acquainted with drawing these characters but uh, the cover has like a bunch of people shooting pointing guns at Hulk uh, and Ross stepping in between and he's like stop don't shoot he may be a green skinned monster but he's also my son-in-law. And it's Which, like, like... That's the same in the other universe as well. Ross is just right. more of an asshole there. <laughs> right. Um, but the the issue itself starts, and it's a fairly, you know, it's kind of got a standard... Uh, Regular Thursday in Hulkdom. <laughs> yeah. Like, this he's is just no like, oh, puny humans, point. leave Hulk alone. Yeah. This is no specific yeah. point in hulk history this is just uh he's in a city on an accident hulked out got mad uh and then jumped off to a mesa or a mountain yeah where he he just thinks but doesn't even know what to think about which is uh uh, i i feel like this is some sort of meta commentary on trying to write the hulk yeah i really want to do this but i don't know what to do it about (laughs) yeah uh and of course the watcher shows up and for whatever reason herb trimpey kind of so we've still got super buff bald dude watcher albeit not with not as big a head but he kind of looks it kind of looks like it was copied over directly from like a Kirby Silver Surfer almost. That's what I was going to say is the inking looks very Kirby. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he's very boxy. There's lots of crackle, uh, floating heads, all that wonderfulness. Yeah. Um, and uh, after some preliminaries by by the Watcher, we get we get right into things. We are treated to Hulk's origin um, again. In case, in case you're unaware, um, and uh, man, just but a then whole we lot of shit would have been yeah. would have been handled if he would have been like, well, there goes an idiot kid. Fuck. Oh well. Bye. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know him. Who cares? <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Kind of a dumb kid wanders onto a nuclear test site. Seriously. Well, you know. <laughs> Fuck it, I guess. <laughs> Saving the gene um, pool. This is fun. <laughs> but I will. One thing I will will say about this issue is, this is kind of the. Uh, this is kind of the the best case scenario when it comes to these sorts of stories where you you change a small thing and then kind of carry it out from there. Um, like one of one of my favorites is the miniseries Bullet Points, which does it beautifully. You you have a relatively minor change. What? Who is that? Who wrote that? Straczynski? Uh maybe? I don't know. Uh but the uh the upshot is, you know, you have you have this relatively small change and it results in all of these unforeseen consequences yeah it was Straczynski that wrote it um no wonder I fucking love it uh but anyway you know this this is sort of like that prototypical sort of thing wherein you start out with what seems like a fairly straightforward concept and then you explore from there oh but wait so um, you know, things go along and you've got like the initial Hulk stuff where like, you know, there's Ivan who, uh, pressed the button that wound up, uh, turning Banner into the Hulk in the first place and so on and so forth. The gargoyle that all kind of plays out somewhat similarly. Um, but then from there, um, Betty and Bruce spend some time together and fall in love. Betty is just like daddy bruce is the hulk and we're in love i love that giant green dick and uh i mean let's be real um and so they they build they build a special reinforced house for when he has his episodes and he does some work and generally they live a happy idyllic life um until eventually um he is called by Reed Richards to come out and work, do some work with the Fantastic Four. Specifically in yeah, trying so we're, to we're already retreading the first issue of this uh comic. Yeah. Yeah. Um So he he's called in to do some work for a um for the Fantastic Four specifically in trying to cure Ben. Um, and unlike every other version of this, they succeed. Uh, ben is restored 
to human form and he doesn't immediately decide to go back to being the thing again like he's he's cured and he stays that way for a full minute um but then so we've already we already have like the initial ripple effects then um on his way back from new york after that we have the the beginnings of the avengers wherein loki tries to uh railroad the hulk into being his uh his instrument on earth but because the hulk has um banner's brain he doesn't fall for it and the avengers never get together so fuck you world um i actually love that but and, and just, also like, we get robbed along, of the like, it... go ahead sorry oh oh no i was, I was just gonna say we also get robbed of the image of uh uh the hulk as a clown who ran away to a circus to hide from the avengers oh darn yeah <laughs> the ro- the robot the the stellar robot clown disguise from avengers number 1 how how will that earth carry on um and how dare joss weed not include that in the movie that's true i that is that is one of many things I will hold against him until the day I die. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, so yeah, um, he uh, he gets back home after failing to bring together the Avengers, um, and he re- after a few days he he uh, receives a telegram. In which Reed Richards is just like, "Hey, really enjoyed working with you. Thought we might make this perma- this this uh, partnership permanent, so that I can ignore my girlfriend even harder." Um, Maybe so. Bruce, perhaps you would like to ignore your girlfriend as well. <laughs> well, and it, even better because they're married at the oh, Bruce and yeah. Betty are married at this point. So yeah. Um, Reed Richards, not content to destroy his own relationships, is now out to destroy others. Um, but so we we have um, we have Bruce and Betty move to New York City so that Bruce can work with uh, Reed, and then they're in the they're working in the lab late late one night. Um, no, it has to be during the day. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Uh, oh, okay. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when, when their eyes beheld a terrible fright and in yeah. Charles Xavier. <laughs> yeah. And, and I love um, that Banner is the Hulk is just going around unmaking the entire Marvel universe um, because Xavier shows up and he's just like, hello, my name is Charles Xavier. And I was going to start a school for mutants, but instead I've decided to fuck off to New York City to work with you. And uh, so the three of them work together uh, to build to build a slightly expanded version of Cerebro. 
Um, the Psychotron. Yeah, the Psychotron. Which there's uh, even which, an editor's, editor's box that's like, don't worry, it's not that Psychotron. <laughs> yeah. Th- we have limited thank imaginations. God, thank God they uh, they stepped in to, to point out that it's not the other Psychotron that I'd forgotten existed. Um, that was but, uh, the... shit i know who that was it was also a hulk story god damn it and it was when he was in siberia okay never mind i'll remember later all right no i won't Um, i won't give a shit at all Uh, (laughs) so the upshot is uh, they're they're inventing stuff and uh, you know like you because he has a schedule Galactus shows up because this yeah. was about the time Galactus was gonna show up and uh, nobody's ready at all for this well right no the one fa- has the fantastic ready. four has basically disbanded yeah um, <laughs> there are no Avengers there are no X Men. Sorry, go uh, ahead. There is, however, uh, Professor Charles Xavier's uh, amazing flying car. Yeah. I Which... love it. It's so <laughs> this, this is a fair trade for the X-Men and <laughs> its entire history. This one car. Yeah, he's... He's got... It's this fucking, like... <laughs> It's like the Enterprise uh-huh. sands the disc. As a one-seater. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just got... It's got a little nozzle and uh, uh, a grill. And it shoots lasers. And he shoots Galactus in the face. Um, <laughs> and Galactus is Galactus, like... Okay. Fair play. You are a courageous people. Yeah. Swat destroy like he doesn't even that's just like that was annoying quit it yeah and and the uh, funny thing is like uh uh, he completely wrecks him he totally uh, wrecks him and yet uh in uh uh, no pun intended charles walks away uh yes uh this yeah this is also uh the first in this continuum the first uh he changes into hulk because he's because of his emotions and not it's night it was broad daylight and he changed into hulk right um and so yeah so you've got you've got banner hulked out you've got reed just kind of there uh and xavier uh, getting knocked out of the sky. Um, so they go back in and they climb into the Psychotron and they merge themselves into a giant... Basically what it looks like is a giant orange Professor Xavier in his underwear. Yeah, um, it's a sight to be, uh, to, to see. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if I was uh, uh, denying the divinity of Joss Whedon earlier... That I must uh, likewise damn Brian Singer for not giving us this um, golden god. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And 
you know, like, honestly, with some of the other stuff that made its way into the X-Men franchise, why the fuck not? But, uh... I, I like to think of this as the first appearance of Onslaught. I was actually going to go. say it's very Onslaught X-esque, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um... So they they merge themselves into the X Man um, at the exact and moment that Ben Grimm wanders in. Do what? Oh, that was supposed to be Ben Grimm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I I read it a bunch of times and was like, I have no sweet clue who this guy's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought yeah. he was like a fucking janitor or something. Smack yeah. him! No. He, uh, it's Ben, and he's just like, Ugh. excuse me, uh, he's like, hey, who the fuck are you? you were, you're staying put until I make sense of what's going on here, at which point the X-Men is just like, get out of the way, and uh, knocks him aside. Into some weird and goes machinery, out. and we all know what's coming. Right, yeah. Um... And so the X-Man goes to uh, confront Galactus. And he and Galactus... I like to imagine that for... I mean, you know, we, as the semi-objective reader, know what's going on here. But I like to think that for anyone watching this, it looks like a staring contest for the fate of the world. Yes. But... Between two... Huge, weirdly proportioned beings. Yeah. yeah well, but, but we know better here. that they are having passionate sex. Sure. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. I think this is the way um, Galactus mates. Yeah. I mean, I is that not what the handles on the sides of his helmet are for? Jesus Christ, um, I hate uh, you. L- <laughs> you. You don't ask well, about the Well, then you handles. explain them. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite bit anyway. of this is post staring contest the watcher comes forward and is like see in this universe I didn't have to interfere like in the pre- in the other universe I broke my, my one oath for the first time and gave them the ultimate nullifier to beat the galactics with but in this universe I didn't have to I, I like this I, one better <laughs> the the thing that the thing that I like about the the Watcher's oath is that the Watcher's oath is is like the prime directive in Star Trek, in that it's it's primarily brought up as the first part of a sentence that then leads into why just this once we have to break that oath um but no the yeah so galactus galactus and the x-man um i fuck for a while and then galactus is just like no i could spend months or even years doing this and by that time i will have wasted away to basically nothing far better that i find another world with far less fuckable uh, fauna to uh, to contend with, 
And so and, and li- he, listen, who hasn't been in a relationship like that? Right? You know, it's yeah. just like I I spend you you're in a you're in that you're in that honeymoon period where you're just never leaving the bedroom and it's just like I have to do something here or I will literally die of malnutrition. Um yeah. But so Galactus leaves at which point the X-Man uh spent drops to the ground and splits back into his component parts all of whom are suddenly powerless uh and so then we go back to the Baxter building where the ladies are now sifting through the rubble and they find Ben and oh no he's the thing again because of course he is but he's also Um, stronger and super pissed yeah. yeah, this this is there was that brief period where it was like Ben is the thing again, but also kind of an asshole. Uh, yeah. And uh so yeah, we're doing that now. Uh but he's just like fuck you all, I'm out. And so we wind up we wind up on an earth without the Fantastic 4, without the X-Men and without the Avengers. Thing is out there wandering around, and Ross gets together a group of Thing Busters to go fight the Thing, and you know, uh, as (laughs) as they as they say, stupid finds a way. Um, But the uh, so yeah, I like I said, I I like. You know, this, I think, is is a good base example of how to do this sort of thing, wherein you take a minor, you take a minor change that really shouldn't uh, cause that many ripples. And then you're just like, ah, but you've forgotten about this thing. And then maybe we'll toss in this other thing. And uh, what about this? And what I'm saying is. Go read bullet points. No. Um, <laughs> I, but no. I, I feel like uh, th- this was a, a good issue. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, but uh, they haven't yet figured out when to stop. Like uh, yeah. uh, when um, the, the natural evolution of the story should have ended when they stopped being X-Men and they lost their powers. Therefore, there's no Marvel Universe. The thing is dead done uh but instead they they keep going and it kind of it it uh it trails off like a bad snl sketch yeah yeah that's a that's a really good way to describe it uh the other thing that's really frustrating is herb trimpy especially at this point is a is a fairly decent uh artist or no yeah sorry i was 77 he should be better than this yeah he like i mean i know at this point he's probably got six books he's drawing but yeah and this is absolutely the bottom of that pile in terms of importance for him right right um but i'm also wondering because uh so let's see the inker was tom sutton he's not bad uh 
he's not bad. I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, he's had some work prior to this, but, like, I, I really don't know. Come on, Tom. He's not bad. This ain't good. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and you're you're exactly right that the reason for that, and it's it's really weird because the first few pages of this are really good, and you can tell it's because they were like, get him in the fucking door, and then the last five, you're just like, it's it, clearly no one was trying anymore. Right. Uh, yeah. Everyone has agreed that the story is over. Glen- yeah. Glennis is the only one who was like, I'm still here, guys. I'm still doing my job, because if I don't, <laughs> you'll fucking put me in a fridge or something. Uh, like, Yeah, Len seems like that. <laughs> but, no, she's still kind of, you know, holding her own. But, no, Herb and Tom are just like, okay, fine. We finished it. Just crank it out. I got shit to do. I've got way way bigger books to work I on. I have than this six shit. issues of Iron Man. I have to I have to draw tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, it's I don't know. It's interesting. I always I always find um, you know these these stories where. Galactus is unleashed upon an unsuspecting world kind of interesting because, you know, in the normal 616 universe, Uatu has to come down and give them the magic MacGuffin to make him go away. Um, But in basically every other sing, every other fucking universe that Galactus shows up, he doesn't have to do that. And so it's just kind of like so in the in this one instance, he quote unquote had to break his unbreakable oath. Uh, yeah, but because no, again, you didn't do. no one had a single Twinkie available. Yeah, I just yeah. Love unbreakable that... cosmic oath availability of a Twinkie. <laughs> yeah, we we six one six the the. Based on what you're saying, what I'm hearing is that 616, the universe that I'm supposed to want to read every month, is actually the shitty universe. Uh, yes. Well, yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if it, you know, if nothing else, uh, I like to view it as the 616 universe is where they try out all the shitty ideas that they'll then make better in later issues of What If. Uh-huh. Um yeah um <laughs> the the 616 is my what if beta um the uh the thing the thing is you know what i've never seen and i would love to have happen is uh they've they've you know pat oswald once tried to do the uh the uh, the Punisher hostess fruit pie ad in that one issue that w- that wound up never <laughs> that wound up never going out. Uh, I'd kind of like to see a Galactus hostess ad, like where 
where it's just like Galactus comes to Earth and he's just like, my insatiable hunger knows no bounds. And they're just like, what about the flaky crust of a hostess fruit pie? And he's just like, that'll do. But anyway, I don't know. That's just... Uh, but yeah, so, um, the, uh, the next issue is what is, uh, what if the Avengers had never been and, uh, or as I like to call it, fuck Iron Man. Um, (laughs) but it's uh, actually kind of satisfying. (laughs) Yeah, it is. You know, I, I always like what what is it? The the story goes that Stan Lee created the Iron or created Tony Stark as part of a bet to see if he could get people to buy a book about an unlikable asshole, and yeah. uh, it's just kind of like yeah that that tracks. So, uh, but yeah, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We are all in on there individually, and then also our. Uh, the show has a Twitter handle that I did not think to write down or pull up because I am really good at podcasting. Is, isn't um, it just at, uh, how marvelous? Let me. I'm. I'm checking. I'm going. It's uh, at this. how marvelous pod. Yeah. So. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, you can follow us there. We are all on there, but individually as well. Uh, if you guys want to plug your own Twitter handles, you are more than welcome to do so. Uh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I am uh, Mickey Lexa. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you, Jr. Oh, I I was waiting on you. Sorry. Uh, I am at J. Robert Sweeney. Um, So. And I am at Othium2468. Yeah. Spelled incorrectly, Uh, I realized. It's Y-E-N in my handle. Because I'm an idiot. You're probably the only person who would know. So. I really am. There are, okay. Dune, there are Dune freaks out there like going, oh, you poor, poor unfortunate soul. Uh, sad, strange little man. <laughs> uh, but yeah. My, my name also appears to be misspelled, but it's not. That's actually how I spell my last name. So fuck you. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's right, listener. Fuck you personally. You. No, we listen, you know why. <laughs> Sometimes I call him names. <laughs> only the second, only the second episode, and I'm, uh, I'm already trying to drive away our listenership. It's fine. They so. quit. They, they turned us <laughs> off a minute ago. <laughs> All right. Then allow me to tell you my thoughts on... Now, um, this is going to turn into a Quillette Quillette screed or something. Um, Anyway. (laughs) 
Thanks for joining. Quick hit us. stop, Sorry. hit stop. Yeah, uh so thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh I swear next time I will try to be less standoffish <laughs> toward the end. Uh bye. 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 bye.